Welcome to Ciao Bella, hosted by me, Erica Firpo, travel journalist based in Rome. Each episode of Ciao Bella, I sit down with Italy's creators, contemporary artists and artisans, designers, culinary experts, heritage brands, and innovative estites, and more who are defining and redefining 21st century Italy. Pull up a chair and join in. Hello, today I'm here with Irene Forte, who is the wellness director of the Roccoforte Hotels. You know what, did I just say that right? You said it perfectly. You really <laughs> nailed my name, which is hard and a rarity, so. And I, I just, I, I had this moment where I was like, I really hope I did. <laughs> and if you, we're, we're sitting in the new Roccoforte Hotel which in Rome, which is the Hotel de la Ville, which is actually, I would say, not the newest, because I know there is one that opened in Puglia. Yeah, exactly. But if you haven't heard of the Roccoforte Hotels, they have several beautiful hotels, 12, in fact, all over Europe, and one soon to open in Shanghai. And um, I really don't like this. Sorry, I'm going to start again, because I, I feel like I'm doing a, like a public service announcement. Sorry. Okay. Hey, welcome back. If I sound really relaxed, it's because I am. I've just spent the morning at the Hotel de la Ville Spa in Rome, and I have the pleasure of testing everything out that the lovely Irene Forte has created for this spa. Irene Forte is the daughter of Sir Rocco Forte, the, the man behind the hotel group, Rocco Forte Hotels. And how are you? Great, thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm delighted that you can try our newest spa at De La Ville. Well, thank you for having me. I really, I really took advantage of it this morning. I, I don't know how many times that I went through every single little room. It was wonderful, <laughs> and the, the, the beautiful face treatment was excellent. But let's let's stop saying how wonderful it is, and let's talk about you. Um, why, you are the wellness director of the Roccoforte Hotel Group. Is that correct? That is indeed correct. So, what does that mean? That effectively means that I oversee all elements that make someone feel well throughout the hotels. So the spas definitely form the base of, of the wellness concept, but of course we're trying to provide wellness through every touch point of the hotel, be it through the food, through the cultural things that we push to guests, through sleeping well and mind elements. But yeah, the spa is definitely always the, the base of that concept. And I think what's... Um What's pretty interesting is, is this is not just a spa, um, and what you're doing is not simply, oh, we're getting the best of these products and we're curating this incredible experience. It's really you who's been over the past, I don't know how many years, what is it, four years, been researching and putting together and creating your own line of spa products. Yeah, exactly. Or, or beauty, what did you call it, beauty wellness products? Uh, yeah, beauty beauty wellness products, I think. I, um, I was working on the line for three years before launching it in December last year, and we actually That's when we met. Um, met last year. So it's nice to meet almost a year later and see how things have progressed in this new spa. But the line is very much inspired by all things Italian. I call it the Mediterranean diet for your skin. 
uh, the ingredients are sourced from our organic farm in Sissi, where we have another resort there. So Sissi is definitely a huge element or a huge piece of my inspiration. And then my lab is also based in Italy, in the north of Italy. So we have Sicilian ingredients, but northern Italian know-how, which I think is a good balance, where I have a doctor called Dottoressa Francesca Ferri, uh, who's been doing skincare for over 35 years and, and she's formulate, she formulates all my products and I've been working with her for four years. Well, you know, I just, I want to let everybody, I think, you know, it's funny because I know how made in Sicily your products are and I, I definitely want to touch back a little bit upon, upon that, but um, I think everybody's hearing over my American accent, your British accent, and uh, just to let everybody know, you grew up in the UK but you're 100% Italian, and you're, in fact, you're, like, super Italian. It's kind of funny, because we were speaking earlier in Italian, and I was laughing so hard, because I was like, of the two people that should be just chit-chatting in English, we were, like, happily chatting in Italian, and having just a really nice, very Italian moment, <laughs> and yeah. then I realized, I'm like, you're, you're kind of the British version of me at times. Exactly, exactly, the British version of you. So, uh, and, that, and by the way, that's completely flattering me <laughs> to, say, to say that. <laughs> So anyhow, I know that you love Sicily. Tell me what, how, how this all came about. I mean, it wasn't simply that your family, you're, you're, you decided we're going to open Verdura. No, well, my dad, I think, had the crazy idea to open Verdura in the first place. And I went to visit the site. It must have been 15 years ago that was going to become the resort. And it was really wasteland, actually. And we flew in and it was stormy and my dad was like, what do you think? And I was like, I think you're completely mad, basically. But then a few years later, it opened its doors and that was about 10 years ago now. And I went to work there. Um, my dad kind of said I was on my year out from university and my dad was needed someone that spoke Italian he needed someone to fill in as communications manager. So he said, will you go for a month and just help out? I was like, sure. Perfect. And I ended up staying for almost a year. Well, we should tell everybody where Verdura is, is it's not that she was staying in a city. Verdura is southwest of Palermo, about, I think it's like two, two hours southwest on the cliffs of the, the southwestern coast. In a, I mean, it's, it is beautiful there, but it is also very, um, secluded maybe. secluded and, and also kind of I would say like a little bit I wouldn't say like a little bit of wild terrain I mean when you drive around the whole area it's near Shaka um you know you can keep going and you'll go to Salanunte and Agrigento where these incredible Greek temples are and you're I mean it's it's like they're almost out of nowhere and it's it's not a city so you lived down there for a year yeah I loved it I had my buggy called If I would drive in the buggy to the to the office, which was on the other side of the resort every day. And I just, I fell in love with the people, the culture, and just the island in general. It's it's like going back in time. The, the authenticity that you get there is like very few places now that you visit. And there's a real richness of, of ingredients and a real sense of family and, and quality of life. And it was hard not to fall in love with that pace of life. Of course, I was working very hard, but uh, it, I, I just became very attached to the place. And, and it's the longest time I've ever lived in Italy because I've never really lived in Italy, although Sicily is a bit different maybe to the rest of Italy. Um, but from that point, I always wanted to do something that brought me back 
and connect with me to Sissy and do something to really push this beautiful place that sometimes has been a little bit undervalued, I think. Now, I know when you, we were talking about the products that go into your skincare, the most of it comes from Sicily. And one of the things that you were telling me earlier when we met um, was that you kept talking about there's that there's an orto, a garden, mm-hmm. um, where a lot of your products from. So uh, near Verdura, you have gardens. Is that or so actually in the resort because we have three hundred hectares and two kilometers of coastline, and we keep planting more and more but we have a 2600 square meter vegetable garden we have hundreds of olive trees we have almond trees sweet almond trees we have orange trees pomegranate trees lemon trees so if it sounds like a paradise that's because it is i have to say but um that was really kind of also the source of my inspiration i and I went about trying to find someone that would formulate products with our ingredients. So we produce our own organic olive oil there. So I was trying to find someone that would integrate my olive oil into the products. And it was a bit challenging. But in the end, I came across my amazing doctor who, who doctor s- said, she, yeah, exactly, who said she could bring it all to life. And she believed in, uh, has always believed in an organic cosmetic matrix. So in natural products and that's of course what I wanted and anything that I couldn't source from Sicily she sources from the area of Trentino so that all of our ingredients are sourced in in Italy which was important to me too. So I'm just looking at your your menu of your skincare line and one of the things that I love is it, it says the Mediterranean diet for your skin and then if I were actually able to read the menu, <laughs> which I need my glasses, <laughs> I know that we'd see almonds, we'd see rosemary, and all of this. In fact, I'm, I'm so embarrassed that I'm going to have to ask you to read. <laughs> Why don't you tell me some of the things that, so you just mentioned oranges, ap, not, or, not apples, oranges, lemons, rosemary, sage, olives. What else is in there that's from Sicily and what can we find from Trentino? So we have uh, trapani salt oh, uh, that's in right. our sea salt scrub, so which is from elsewhere. We source our um, organic pistachio oil from elsewhere because we don't have pistachio trees on our farm, but in Sicily, so actually quite near the resort. We also have um, water in all of our products apart from the oils, which is from the Madonia Regional Natural Park in the north of Sicily. Ah, so I didn't just yeah, I didn't just want to use any old water. I actually have a Sicilian water which is very rich in minerals um, in my products. And then in terms of all the other ingredients, we have prickly pear, which is fiki d'India in our products, um, which is one of my star ingredients. It's rich in vitamin K, which is quite hard to find as a vitamin in different fruits and vegetables. We have other things like green peas, which is a natural peptide, which is actually quite rare to find in, in products. Hibiscus has been dubbed the Botox plant for its ability to freeze lines. And that's also a natural peptide. And also very rich in alpha hydroxy acids, which effectively exfoliate the skin and stimulate your skin to to, to renew itself. And then uh, sweet almond oil, as we've discussed, which is very rich in, in vitamin E, aloe vera juice from our farm, wow. which is also really rich in vitamins. I mean, there's 75 active ingredients across the whole line. Things that are slightly harder uh, to get from, well, I don't source uh, 
the hyaluronic acid from from <laughs> from verdura resort effectively that's made from the fermentation of gen, non-genetically modified bacteria but then we have plant source ceramides um and other plant source elements that that aren't obviously coming from from the farm you've done you sound like i mean i know that you worked with the doctor but you sound like you've done a lot of research on this and i know you mentioned it was three years prior to even launching the skincare line um how much of that was in the laboratory for I you mean, not i mean i'm guessing every day obviously but uh, for you no a lot of time i was going up and i still am going up there once a month at least and sometimes I can spend three days, sometimes a week, sometimes I just go for one day to test something. I mean, the beauty of it is that I've had an amazing doctor that has 35 years of experience in doing skincare that's really taught me along the way. And um, I really believe in her formulas and what she's doing. She has a research center, so she's constantly developing new techniques and constantly innovating. So it's not that the products are static or what I'm doing is static and that's it. Uh, so it, it's been really interesting because I had no background in, in skincare. I was terrible at biology at school. I was terrible at all sciences. So I was always very into wellness, healthy eating and sports. So this is something that's kind of a passion that's developed over, well, over I mean, the I, process. I think that's a... But I have a passion for skincare just because I, I, I've always liked having good skin. But to go from ha having a passion to starting a line, that's a big deal. Yeah, maybe slightly crazy, but <laughs> we got there how, in the end. How does, how does your dad feel? Does he use your products? So my dad's not really a skincare fanatic. He doesn't use many products, but my mom is a huge fan of um, my line. My dad, I think, has tried an aloe vera face cream just, just to try it. But... Um, I think he's he's deep down he's very proud I'm sure, um, but my mum gives it to all her friends and she doesn't stop talking about it. She's she's a um, a very almost embarrassing fan I guess. That's a good mom. That's what they're supposed mom. to do. That's what moms are supposed to do. <laughs> so you know just. To, to give everybody a little bit of an idea, we're not simply talking about products that you can find in the the Roccoforte hotels, because you, yes, you can find them here, because I know that now they're, the spas are curated by you. Um, as I know you curated the wellness for quite some time, but in particular, they have Iraniforte skincare. But you can also find these products at Netaporte or Netaporter. I always, I never know which is the correct I say Netaporte, but I think that's the English way, and I think you're I, saying I, the American I'm way. Saying so I'm saying I think, I think we're both right here. <laughs> Uh, so you can find it at Netaporte, and um, where else could one find it? So in Italy, in Rome, I'm launching in Beautyaholics, which is a little store in Rome, which is renowned for launching niche brands. They also have an online site. They also have an in-store in Coin Milano and an in-store in Rinascente Turin. So in January, I'm launching across all of those, um, those spaces. In London... Urban Retreat Spa in the next few weeks, Liberty, and uh, then in Germany, Niche Beauty, in New York, Shem Beauty. So really, um, I'm trying to be very selective about the retailers that I go in. I still want it to be very exclusive because I produce in small batches. There is a real sense of fresh ingredients and quality. So I don't want to get too big too quickly um, and not be able to manage what I set out to do in the first place. Uh, but 
it's yeah about the going into the right places that are also renowned for really curating newer niche brands really so that's what I'm I've said about doing and the places that I've said about going well, that, into that's very exciting um it's, I'm, I'm excited because I I mean I know I could just walk I live here so I could easily walk over to the hotel but I'm also very excited to go I live closer to Beautyaholics so. <laughs> so I'm very excited to see it there. Now, you know, it's it's fun because I think the products that you have are one of the things that I, I, I when I met you, I loved right away was that your your dedication to Italy and also your dedication to sustainability. Mm-hmm. So I know that you're using recycled material. You're using I think your products are in glass bottles. Is yeah, that correct? Exactly. And I and I love that that's also carried on to how you with your other job that you have as direct as a wellness director for the hotel group, that's something that you've really invested in, in the hotels in general. I don't know if you'd like to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So in the hotels, obviously it's always easier to, to launch something in a sustainable way if you start from scratch and when it's smaller. So the hotels, the skincare was easier in that, uh, I did it from the beginning and I'm constantly finding ways to improve the hotels is something that we've had to really think about it a little bit later and it's a bigger beast but um the aim is to be plastic plastic free by 2021 single-use plastic free the spas in the next month or so will all be single-use plastic free and then I'm working on different things on waste Uh, in the spas all of our papers recycled paper and slowly that's happening across the hotel so I'm working on paper as well I'm looking at different things with energy for instance at Verdura we have uh, solar panels so I'm looking at kind of maximizing renewable sources I'm also looking at different carbon offsetting uh, programs because unfortunately being a hotel company especially the amount of flights we take I did 37,000 miles in six months just for work alone and I'm very not proud to say that, but unfortunately that's the, that's the job I'm in. So we're actually looking at doing some more interesting things, even with our organic farm in Sicily, uh, scholarships with the local, um, I don't know what the word is in English. I was going to come in Italian, the agri turismo, turismo um, s- school. Yeah. Like a school for, so with our farm, uh, yeah. any, any, but effectively doing things to promote... <laughs> I don't promote know the word in English either. <laughs> I don't know what the word is in English. But things to promote the local Sicilian community as well and continue to really replant. Um, so there's a lot of different initiatives going on and I have a sustainability committee in Rocco Forte. So oh. we call monthly and it's key people from all the various hotels. Uh, we're currently writing a standard operating procedure with goals for next fiscal and the following fiscal year as well and and trying to put things against key performance indicators as well so it's so it's happening it's just um there's lots of steps to take and slowly slowly we're we're getting there which is really great to see that is great to see. And it's really great to hear because I know it's not that it's not always that easy in the hotel world. It's not that easy in Italy. Um, and it's nice to hear about the reinvestment in the the terrar in, in Sicily. Because I think I think a lot of people have had the opportunity or who haven't had the opportunity. There's um, you know, Sicily is incredible, but it's also one of the poorer regions of Italy. Yeah. And there, you know, there's 
I think a bit of an idea that people want to leave and get jobs elsewhere because that's where the jobs are. The jobs aren't in Italy, so it, I mean in Sicily. So it's nice to see that there is an investment, not just in education, but investment in supporting the communities. I think, yeah, I think that's always the idea across all of our hotels, that there's a real sense of place. And I'm trying to bring a piece of Sicily into all of the spas. So I use, like, there's a local ceramicist in Shaka uh, called Tony Gurreri, and he hand-paints all my ceramics. So all the footballs in the treatment rooms, all the inhalation oh. bowls, all the tiles that display the products. And then the Sicilian bell... That I don't know whether oh, you yes, heard I at the do. beginning and end of every treatment. Effectively, it's made by hand in a bell foundry uh, in uh, Burjo, which is right next to Verdura. And it's a family who have been making bells since the 16th century. So it's a family-run business. And I, they, I had and no they idea. still make them in traditional ways. So across all the Rocco Forte spas and all the future spas that I'm launching my treatments in, they start and finish with these bells uh, from Burjo that have been specifically made for us. And I'm now also working on a volcanic stone, uh, an Etna volcanic stone tool made with Sicilian, a Sicilian olive branch. So you know how you have the jade rollers? Mm -hmm. I'm working on a, on a volcanic, an Etna volcanic stone roller um, because oh, wow. of all the amazing properties that volcanic stone has. So well, I'm you working were mentioning on that tool. that you have... Um, you mentioned that you have different signature treatments in the different hotels that you have, but one of the ones that you talked about for here at the Hotel de la Ville was the, the um, Etna treatment. Was yeah. that, can you tell me a little bit about that? And let's just let everybody know that Etna, in case anybody didn't know this, is this incredible <laughs> volcano that's active in the middle of Sicily. <laughs> so effectively, the Etna Age Defying Facial is a 90-minute facial, and all my treatments start and end with the ringing of this the bell from Burjo, and then the inhalation of our orange blossom scent, which is our signature scent, because for those that don't know, the orange blossom is found a lot in Sicily because Sicily is very famous for the oranges, and therefore you have the blossom period where you smell orange blossom everywhere. So that's something that, that I wanted to bring out in the treatments. And after the that whole ritual, you effectively have a cleanser, scrub, you have your first mask, which is a cream mask, and then you have your face workout, which is my signature across all my facials, which you actually had today, which is the pressure point, and then oh, yeah. the real, and then the real kind of knuckling and proper face workout massage. Then following that, we have um, a uh, cold volcanic stones from Mount Etna, where we do lymph drainage on the face. So lavic stone is good for drainage. Yeah, and it has just amazing properties, and it and it stays very cold. But we we integrate between the hot and cold. Oh. Um, so then we put the hop behind the neck, and we do a décolleté massage with the hop in a similar way to kind of knife concept of alternating between the hot and cold, which mm -hmm. helps drainage as well. Um, and then we do a a peel off mask, so another mask of ours, before finishing with the final final cream serum cre eye cream cream application now one of the um so that that to me sounds like I, I i love the idea of lavic stone maybe because i've, I've been to etna and it's incredible and we've taken some of 
the Lavic Stone home. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. <laughs> um, we did not take anything home with us at all. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but I, lo- I love the poorest nature of it. But um, one of the things I wanted to ask you was about your, your top product, which you mentioned earlier, I believe, the hibiscus cream. Yeah, so I have two top sellers, the two hibiscus creams. I have the hibiscus serum, which is rich in hibiscus, which I already said is rich in alpha-hydroxy acids. It's a botanical peptide. It's called the Botox plant. It's rich in antioxidants. And then in that serum, I also have tetrapeptide 9, which is a peptide. Obviously, peptides are important to boost uh, protein in the skin. I have uh, green peas, which is a very rich in antioxidants, but also a natural peptide as well. I have two weights of hyaluronic acid. So I have the sodium hyaluronate, which is the salt of hyaluronic acid. And that tends to protect the layer, the top layer of the skin usually because its molecular size is a bit bigger and a bit more difficult to penetrate into the dermis. Okay, this, I'm, I'm just going, going take a, a bit second. too sciencey I, th- I, I just had this terrorized <laughs> moment of 11th grade. <laughs> and when I knew that I was going to go into art and journalism. <laughs> Sorry. My sister, on the other hand, who's a doctor, would love this. Okay. Well, effectively, then we have a smaller weight called hydrolyzed hyaluronic mm-hmm. acid that penetrates into the dermis. So we have two weights of hyaluronic acid. In and this product. is in the, 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 the night cream. In the serum. In oh, the this serum. is the serum. Okay. So the serum is an amazingly potent, effective, but easy on the skin product. And then it also contains ceramides, which are super important in the in the epidermis and the top layer of the skin for, for keeping it hydrated. The night cream has some similar ingredients as well. It has the hibiscus, it has the ceramides, it has sodium hyaluronate, it has green peas, it has olive oil, and it oh. also has the unsaponifiable part of the olive oil. So it's the part that like actually remains so it's the part that can't be made into soap. Oh. So, and effectively, we use that part a lot in our products because it can really penetrate deeply into the dermis and so the second layer of the skin, and it stimulates your fibroblasts. And your fibroblasts are what you always want to stimulate because it's those that produce collagen, elastin, and okay. hyaluronic acid. Now I see why this is the top seller. So... Both products, both the hibiscus serum and hibiscus night cream, they smell delicious. They feel great on the skin. They're very, they're very effective. I would say I, I, I've tried the cream and it's, it's, I feel like it's really light. I love it. I love the way it feels. Now, just because I'm the kind of person that has to constantly call my older sister and ask her the order of things, mm. do you put the serum on first or the cream? Serum on first, because the serum effectively has a different effect to the, the cream. Serum has a smaller molecular weight. It's designed to penetrate deeper into the deeper layers of the skin. It tends to be more potent. A cream is designed to lock in the moisture. It creates okay. a barrier on the top layer of your skin. Obviously, ingredients penetrate too, but the idea is it stops water loss effectively okay. so a cream is designed to really keep your skin hydrated obviously also giving you the other nice ingredients in it a serum's designed to penetrate more deeply now tell me a little bit I, I noticed in your lineup of skincare one thing that I I always have chap lips um I'm and I saw that you have is it pistachio yeah is that what it was a pistachio pistachio lip balm and I've never heard of pistachio for lips before is that 
I mean, the the pistachio oil is a lovely antioxidant, but it's also just a, a really nice nourishing ingredient. And then on top of the pistachio oil in that product, we have olive oil as well, very rich in vitamin E, soothing. We have shea butter. Mm. We have mango butter. Oh, so, wow. so there's a lot of nice active ingredients. And what I love about this product, it's just in a 5 ml jar so you can take it everywhere but it's great like especially in the winter if you've got dry if you're dry around the nose area oh. or around the eyes i kind of put it in knee around knee areas as well as obviously the lips i'm going to ask you two last questions the first question is in your travel bag what are the essentials for you the irene forte essentials so Luckily, I have lots of sachets, so I tend to travel with sachets. I travel with the almond cleansing milk sachet. I'll then always travel with a separate toner, so usually the lemon toner. So I'm, I'm obsessed with products and layering, as you can probably tell. I travel with a separate rose face oil because I don't have that in the sachet, uh, which is a 30 ml. And then I have the hibiscus serum in a sachet, which I can't live without, the almond eye cream. And then I bring the pistachio face mask, which is also in a sachet. They're all in a sachet, the ones I'm talking about now. And the pistachio face mask is great because especially for long haul, I put it on on the plane. You do? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that silly person with a creamy face. But it absorbs quite quickly, so I don't look stupid for too long. <laughs> and then um, I, don't know, I can't live without the hibiscus night cream which we've talked about. And I also will bring the prickly pear face cream, which is the day cream. Wow. Okay. So yeah, lots, lots of products, lots of layering, anything to avoid dry skin, especially with those weekly flights. With the 37,000 miles you're yeah. going to do for the next six months coming. Exactly. <laughs> and the last question I wanted to ask you is about Sicily, because I know you love Sicily. Um, do you have three places or three things or just things, places, food that you feel... When someone lands in Sicily, they, they must do. I'm going to put you on the spot. Or must wow, eat. only three things. Okay, so I think it depends where you're flying into, but I guess you have to go and visit. If you're flying into Palermo, go and visit Monreale. It's one of um, the most breathtaking cathedrals that I've ever seen. Um, then... Second, if you're flying into Catania, one of these really cute hotels, which I fell in love with this summer, was Di Mara delle Balse. It's a, just a really, such a nice boutique hotel near Ragusa. And that whole area, just architecturally, is beautiful. So yeah, the Sicilian Baroque, a lot of Baroque, Baroque A lot of Baroque architecture, which is just stunning. Mm -hmm. It's gorgeous. Then I have to say, visit Villegia, which is the iconic hotel of Palermo soon when Rocco Forte um, <laughs> reopen it because we're just doing we just took it on and we're doing a big refurbishment but it's an amazing amazing property but um we're really I'm really excited about this property well of course I am because I love Sissy so an excuse to spend even more time in Sissy is, is amazing and then another thing I would say Silinunte or the Valley of the Temples uh, are just breathtaking um, temples that just are still actually never full of tourists and just definitely worth a visit. And then I would say in terms of food, 
cannolo you have to have, cassata, or... Wait a second. I know you're super healthy, and you're throwing out, like, the... Well, I don't know. Someone going to assist <laughs> you're me. Absolutely... I think you have, you have to go for it. You have to have the classic... I am so happy desserts. to hear that. I am so happy to hear that. Yes. <laughs> and then, like, definitely caponata as well. Mm. Um, and then maybe you also have to visit Verdura Resort and the organic farm, and it's just a beautiful property as well. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ciao Bella. If you'd like to know more about today's guest, please visit ciaobella.co and click on the podcast link or go directly to ciaobella.co backslash podcast. Want more Italy? You can find all my episodes on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher. When you have time, subscribe to iTunes and rate the podcast. What are you waiting for? And if you want to be part of the podcast, email me or DM me your Italy questions. To learn more about me and my work, go to my website, ericafirpo.com, and follow my Italy adventures on Instagram at ericafirpo. Ciao, bella! And a very big thank you and hug to Massimiliano Yonta and Dis to Dis Studios, the producers of Ciao, Bella, who continue to make me sound and feel great. <laughs> <laughs>